Not long ago, in the Wall Street Journal was published a survey that they were surveying young people about the level of belief, religious belief. They discovered that a third of the, of the youth between the age of 18 and 25 are believing in a higher power. One third. One third. This is higher than what used to be a quarter um, in 19, I think in 21 or something like this. Means the numbers of young people, they will not tell you they believe in God, but they believe in higher power, somebody who runs the show, somebody who runs the world. They say they don't like the organized religion, they don't attend services, but in the heart they believe. As you see, one lady said, I'm not going to church because they only talk about money there. I, but I pray with my kids in my home. Uh, other people say they believe in higher power. They said they believe in God. Some people say, I'm not sure it's God, but there is something there that controls. Then they turn, as usual, to psychologists and mavens to explain why, what happened. That the, what happened, such a tragedy that the young people start to believe in God more than before. Then they say it also has to do with COVID. People lost their personal safety and security, and they feel more vulnerable that they turn to a higher power. Then it's true, sometimes it's true, but the bottom line is you see the direction. It's yep. getting better. That's good news for anybody who cares for people to believe in God. Mm-hmm. Now, in general, a human being is created in a way that he wants to believe in a higher power. He wants to believe that there is that the world is not a jungle and there is reward for good behavior and not you can be the best guy in the world and then come at this, somebody comes and just shuts you by, by mistake and uh, there is no mistakes. He wants to believe in it. As long as he wasn't naturally a person wants to believe in higher, he believes in higher power. If he wasn't brainwashed, mm-hmm. he believes in higher power. But then comes the question, the bo- question of the believers. Yeah. Millions believe in God. But they have a question, does God care to what, what I do? Is it important to God if I put on that film or not? If I light the candles on Friday night? If I eat a cheeseburger or not? God cares. The world is so big. The universe is so unbelievable. It's mind-boggling. You don't even think about it and discover every time you discover, and discover the galaxies and, and so on. That's the first question. The second question that people have, the second question people have is, you know, it's written God is in the heavens and the human being is in the earth. That's what Ecclesiastics say. God is so much higher than, than God is unlimited. Mm-hmm. We are limited people. What means to be the difference in unlimited and limited? If I have one dollar, you have $10, he has $20. There is a relationship here. When I have $2, I get closer to you. If I have $3, get even closer. But if I have one and you have a million and he is unlimited, mm-hmm. that no matter how many millions you have, you'll never reach to his level. Right. No matter what. It's not like you get closer. You're not even getting closer. Mm-hmm. You're like tra- trading water. God is an unlimited being, whatever it is. You cannot even describe it, right? We are limited human beings. Can I have a relationship with God? Can I communicate with God? It's unlimited. How could I reach him even? There is an ocean that divides between me and God. I cannot cross the ocean. 
These are the two questions that people who believe have a question. Yep. People don't believe have no questions. They don't believe. Right. But they believe in God. But they say, number one, God cares which animal will ever happen to him, this or that. And that's the first question. This, the, the, this world is such a small percentage of the, of the universe. Mm-hmm. And number two, can we even connect? Let's say we, we want to connect. If I pray to... It's like the, the cockroach has a bigger connect, relationship, a closer relationship to me because they are both creatures yep. than to God with the Creator. That's the question. The answer came at Mount Sinai. What happened at Mount Sinai? It's not what God said. That's secondary. Don't kill, don't steal, big news. No. God showed up. What means God showed up? The Medrash says that until Mount Sinai, there was the, God created the world in a way it's written in the book of Psalms. The heavens are for God and the earth is for human beings. Mm-hmm. The Medrash gives an example. He told God, uh, the, like a king told the people of Rome should not go to Syria, yep. not go down to Syria, and the people of Syria should not go up to Rome. There is limits. Uh, this is high society, this is low society. On Mount Sinai, God broke the rules. He took, he took off the mechitza. He says, everybody, and he, and he was there himself, he came down, he showed up. What happened when God showed up? When God showed up, he proved that we, what we do matters to him, and he started a relationship with us. Mm-hmm. You see, it's like, for example, from, from, from a human being's point of view, Mount Sinai is the most important, is the most important date. Until then, it was, it was separate worlds. Now it's connected. You know, in, in a, you know, we are human beings. We can do, we can do big things. We can, we can uh, go in the water. We can go faster than, than any fish. We can fly quicker than any eagle. We can dig things more than any animals. We have the most beautiful music, better than, than birds. But can, we, but can we have a connection? Mount Sinai said, yes, we can do a connection. You know, in New Mexico, they have, they have, uh, they have the big antennas, the big, uh, what is it called? They're trying to detect. Oh, the aliens. They, they try to detect the aliens, yeah, right? A- Area 51. Yeah, that's what it's called? I think so. And what they, how they're trying to detect the aliens? With, uh, you know, the, the tall... I, I, I think the idea is some people think that um, aliens land and take off there because there's some, there's some secret government facility there, something like no, that. No, but they also really, they want to know if they can get, if they can hear from the other galaxies, they can hear sounds. Okay. Now, if they will hear one day a sound, and the sound will be, what was said will be mundane. Yeah. Let's say, oh, I'm going to buy a shopping now. They don't care what they're going to hear. The moment they hear the sound of somebody talking, right. they know there is life in this part of the, of the universe. That would be the biggest discovery. Mm-hmm. That was Mount Sinai. It wasn't what God said. Yeah, God said not kill. It's not, it wasn't news. We knew not to kill and not to steal. But God showed up and said that was all different. But what the real news is, God came by God showing up at Mount Sinai. He basically says, whatever you, you human beings do matters to me, and let's start a relationship. And God gave us 613 phone numbers out to reach him. You dial the right number at the right time, at the right hour, you'll connect. If I light candles Friday night, less than an hour before Shabbat, but not, not more, not, 
not two hours before, or not on Shabbat, God forbid, then I make a connection. If I eat matzah on Pesach, I made a connection. If I eat matzah on Sukkot, I do not make a connection. When you call the om, office, the om number, when the person is in the office, you don't connect them. When you call it during the night and to the office, you don't, connect, you don't find anybody. Then that's, that's, then this really what happened in Mount Sinai. Then what was the next thing? God tells, at Mount, God tells the, the Moses, I came down to Mount Sinai. Now it's your turn to go up to Mount Sinai. Right? Moses went up on Mount Sinai. He was there for 40 days and 40 nights. And then he, came, he got the first set of tablets. He came down, and what happened? Golden calf. The golden calf. And he broke the tablets, right? Yeah. And then, eventually God gave him a second set of tablets. Mm-hmm. When God gave him the second set of tablets? When, when he received the second set of tablets? It was after Moshe said, me too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What, 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 what date was? What was the date? Shavuos was God gave the, said the Ten Commandments. Then it was forty days. Then he went on. Listen, I'll tell you, it's, it's not known. Yom Kippur. It's not forty days from now. I know it was forty days. Then another forty days. Oh, right. the first forty days was the first set of tablets. Then was the big golden calf. Oh, I see. Then was another forty days of prayers. Then was another forty days. From, from Shavuos until Yom Kippur, there's like 123 days. Right. Three sets of 40 yeah. days. Nobody knows about Yom Kippur. You know why? Because Moses came in the this, this second time, sneaked into the camp, took the tablets, put them in the box, in the Ark of the Covenant, closed it up and finished. Mm-hmm. Nobody saw it. What's the hush? What's the quiet? What, what, what is it? Why? Why, didn't, why nobody should see it? And the Talmud tells us, Rashi says, in, says, God told them, you know, the first time we made a whole big stink. Mm-hmm. It, was a, it was a whole big event. You know, the evil eye didn't like it. And well, look what happened. The doublets broke. The second time, no news. Stick it in, put it in the box, and finished. Yep. It means the first time was a whole production. Millions of people came. At the Mount Sinai was an event, an unbelievable event. Smoke, fire, looked like a volcano. The, the mountain was trembling. There was a sound of the shofar. There were, um, there were thunders and everything. And the people were running away. It was like unbelievable. And, it, and, and, and the Bible in Deuteronomy describes that it was darkness and smoke. And, and, and uh, I don't know what it's called. When you cannot see clear, when you're driving it, uh, a fog, it was a fog, everything was there. It was a big event. And God says, you know, what means the evil eye? The world was jealous of the Jews that they had such an experience, that they saw God, that they heard God. I mean, there is jealousy being picked up, and then it could go in the wrong direction. And what happened is it came out the golden calf, and we broke the tablets. Second time God told Moses, Reb Moishe, just bring in the tablets, put them in a box. I don't need another disaster here. The Rebbe once asked, God knew it could be an evil eye. Why make the big production? To begin with, Correct. give it the tablets and good Shabbos. To announce it to the people. Oh, the Rebbe said, sometimes the event is so important that you have to take the risk that it's going to be a big, a big, a big, a big, a big it can turn in a bad way. Mm-hmm. 
It's so important that the Jewish people should get excited about the giving of the Ten Commandments. It's so important humanity to know that there is a relationship between God and human beings that no matter if it will be better consequences, we take it. We have no choice. We need to make the, the statement is even more important because this is the day that humanity changed forever. Until then, there was no relationship between God and human. From this day, God came and said, humanity, you matter, and it's important to me what you do, and when you pray to me, I listen, there is a relationship, there is a connection. Then started the, the journey between human and God. The marriage was there. You know, people, there is many people afraid of the evil eye. My father was one of them. You know, we'll make the, basement, the wedding in a basement because there is evil eye. No, 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 no. The wedding is to be a big Jewish event. To be a live lie, I hope we hope not. You understand what I'm saying? Right. That's, that's how we look at it. Today, on Mount Sinai, and Shavuos, we became a people. 